Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals, um, and I suppose learn about their body overall and how it responds to certain protocols. So I'm Shemaine Linney. I am a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. I hope you're keeping very well this morning. Um, On this Wednesday morning, we woke up to snow here in Alberta, so we thought spring had arrived, but snow is back. Before we move on with this week's podcast, I must remind you that the information in these podcasts is for informational purposes only and not to be taken for medical advice, please do consult your doctor or medical professional before making any health or lifestyle changes. Okay, so this week's podcast, I have spoke about this before a couple of times, and it's about eating simply for success, particularly success with fat loss, and you'll see a trend over the last few weeks I kind of have been focusing a lot more on eating and fat loss and eating frequency just so that, well, I think it's the time of the year now, more so than January, where people are like, oh shit, summer is coming, I better get a move on now. So it's usually around April, April people are like, okay, well, I've got like 12 weeks before the kids get out of school and summer begins, so I better get my um, butt in action now. So that's where I've decided, or I felt it was best to provide podcasts um, with some actionable um, pieces in them that people could implement now, just as April rolls around. So if you haven't already, check out last week's podcast and I think the week before on eating frequency and 10 rules for fat loss. And then, of course, this one, which you're going to continue to listen to. So this week, um, we are looking at how those who keep food and their meals simple tend to be more successful with fat loss than those who don't. That doesn't mean that nutrition is simpler, but that their meals are not overly fancy or complicated. Um... And I have spoke about this um, a bit before in my biohacking Facebook group. Um, And I've also touched on about how overwhelming the sensors by having too much variety or too much different tastes um, can impact your results, especially fat loss results. Um, I do believe there is a video in my Facebook biohacking group. If you want to go check that out, all are welcome to join. So we know there should be some sort of a calorie deficit for fat loss, regardless of what kind of eating style you're doing. Um, so this is not nutrition specifically that we're looking at today, um, as in the dense nutrition, but um, more about the fat loss aspect of it. Um, And we're not going to try and reinvent the wheel here. And if you follow me, you already know how macronutrients play a big part in weight loss. 
Now, it's not always the methodology that is difficult. Um, it's often the consistency of doing it on a regular basis that people struggle with. Now, I can talk to you until I'm blue in the face about hormones and the science behind healthy weight loss, but the truth is, People need practical advice that they can follow to help them stick with an eating plan. Now, of course, we need to help people find out what works for them, as we're all individual with different biological frameworks. But one thing that seems to be consistent across the board is when people don't plan or prepare or leave things to chance, the likelihood of them straying from their plan is then quite high. So, I speak to my clients um, and the freedom around fasting and how it can help reduce stress all the time. Um, that when one doesn't have to worry about eating or can just opt for a fast, it can be very liberating, it can be very freeing and take a lot of stress away from you. Um, I see it in some of my clients that maybe stress in the evenings, they don't know what to make, they don't know what to eat, they're not that hungry. Um, and then I'll say, okay, let's just do an extended fast then. We know that your nutrition for the rest of the day was really good, so let's do an extended fast. And that takes such a weight off their shoulders. Okay, I just won't eat then. So that's so liberating. Well, the same then can be said for eating simply. Um, so planning your meals for the week, keeping it simple, and then it just becomes another variable you don't have to think about. Now, I'm not a, me a big meal prepper, never have been. It's just something where I say I just can't be bothered. But I do have some stuff planned for the week ahead. I'm usually pretty prepared. It's not like I'm making batch meals on a Sunday because really I can't be bothered doing that. But I'll always have um, some sort of good pasture-raised turkey pepperoni or pasture-raised chickens or I'll have grass-fed beef like I'll always have some tins of wild-caught tuna like I'm pretty prepared like that where there's always something that can secure my success in the house there's always something but I'm not a big meal prepper so don't I don't want you to um, think that I'm promoting meal prepping here if that's not your vibe then don't do that but you do need to have some sort of a plan and once you have stuck to it, it's like ticking off that to-do list. You get that bit of self-gratification, you kind of feel like you've won the day. Um, if you're anything like me, you love ticking off those lists because you just feel like you've achieved something. Because you know what, following a weight loss campaign, it can be hard and boring. I'm not going to lie to you, but if you think about it, if you stick to it and just focus on that day, that one day, at the end of the day, you do get that sense of satisfaction as you do when you complete a to-do list. There's definitely that positive feedback and feeling of accomplishment, and that can be very, very powerful. So, from there, Apart from pushing past the instant gratification, so you know you eat a Snickers, you 
cupcake, you feel that instant gratification, but then you feel crappy after. Um, we want to try focus on the reward gratification. <coughs> that comes at the end of sticking to and completing a plan. And of course, seeing the scales move in our favor, um, if that's our thing, and our biomarkers improve. And I find the most successful people at doing this are those that focus on simpler meals or don't care about eating the same meals day in or day out, or are okay with their meals not being fancy or exciting. Um, and I, I really do see this in most of my successful clients. This is the trend, this is it. Um, and this is how I kind of roll as well. Boredom for these people doesn't really happen because they see eating as part of the plan, a means to an end, like just get it in and move on. In society now, there's so much stimulation, there's so much happening, we have so many choices, especially with food, so much so that this can lead to dissatisfaction or a feeling of missing out. So as we look at this a bit more, I hope you're going to get a clearer understanding of what I'm getting at here. So dissatisfaction or feel of missing out. To elaborate on that a bit. So you know when you go to a restaurant and there's like 70 different options on the menu and you pick the one that you want or feel you like the most and you get that and you enjoy it but you kind of still have that feeling like you should have got something else or oh that person's looks better or my husband's oh I should have got that I wish I had got that even though you do enjoy what you got you still doubt your decision and there could have been something else better and upon reflection, I do this. I do this. I make a choice of like, mm, this is awesome. Um, but there's still that bit of, oh, but I also know like the shrimp tacos are great. Maybe I should have got them. Um, it's the fact that there's so many choices there. And this is something that I feel you need to reduce when on a fat loss campaign. Because if you give yourself too many options when it comes to food, I think you're always going to be inclined to stray from things and maybe go for the tastier, tastier or more eye appealing option, which is a lot of the time more calorie dense too. This brings us back to having that um, freedom, excuse me, uh, when you don't have as many choices, you think, right, I'm just going to eat that and I'm going to move on. And that makes things easier and more straightforward. There's obviously an element of mindset here, but practicing this approach has been shown to help improve brain waves and keep you sensitive to when you do have something that may be a bit more fancy or decadent or a treat. You enjoy it more. Whereas always are constantly hyper-stimulating your sensors with food, fancy foods, too much choice, too many flavors can actually make your journey harder. So point being, the more choice you give yourself, the more chance you are to pick something hyper-stimulatory. Because um, you're always trying to go for that best option. 
it's like Netflix. When I put on Netflix, I never know what to watch. Seriously, sometimes I get so pissed off with Netflix because there's thousands of options, but I'm like, there's nothing here that I want to watch because I can't decide. There's so many options and I don't want to pick something and then feel I could have picked something better. Whereas if I just kind of browse through my DVD collection or through the TV and something that's kind of okay might pop on, I'll just pick that and that's just okay. But when I have too many options, I can't choose because then I have this feeling that I'm missing out. So if you're hungry and you have a set meal plan um, or a set eating plan, chances are you're going to stick to that. But if you're hungry and you're not prepared and you're, go you're going to go for something that's, say, easier or more appealing and usually more calorie dense and nutrient void. But if you are hungry and a plan set in place, you're just going to go for that thing that's on the plan. So you're feeding your hunger, but you're staying on track with your goals. So now that we kind of understand that and how too many choices may not be playing in your favor um, and really and truly my most successful clients, they eat so simply, so simply. They don't mind eating the same thing day in or day out or if it's very blah, there's nothing fancy. It, it's there for a purpose. Um, it's functional. So that brings us to functional eating. And this is having meals that have a job to do and making them taste good with your fairy dust. If you work with me, you'll know what fairy dust is. And assessing how many of these types of meals a week do you have control over. If you can understand that or establish that, then you'll find setting your goals a lot easier. How many meals in my week do I have control over? Am I just focusing on a Monday to Friday kind of um, stance or outlook on it? Are these meals all going to be functional? Then you'll start to see that you get in the habit of planning ahead or knowing what's in your fridge or planning what you will eat if you have to eat out or go to an event. And then when you do have some sort of treat or meal that's a bit more exciting, uh, then you will find you enjoy that a lot more. So start to plan your functional meals. They don't have to be meal prepped, but I mean having a pack of turkey pepperoni in your fridge, having some good pickles in there, having um, some nice chocolate around the house, having some chicken breasts ready for you to grab a box or two of organic greens, making sure you've got some blueberries and you've got your good mod biotics, all that. It's not about the prepping, but you have plans set in place. You know what is there. Um, you should know exactly what is in your meal. Not only the ingredients, but the macronutrients and the micronutrients. So if I do prep a chicken salad for myself, so it mixed organic greens, some raw pumpkin seeds, maybe some spring onion and kelp flakes, a bit of salted sea salt, some nice oil and vinegar, of course my pasture-raised chicken. I know exactly what's in that and it works very well for my goals. I enjoy it and I can eat it over and over again, especially with the variety of oils and vinegar that I get um, from On Top Oil in Airdrie. If you live in Airdrie and you're my client, you already go 
there. So there's a lot of um, different flavors you can get there. But the meal itself is functional and I can eat that same meal over and over again. It's not a big deal. It's very simple. It's easy enough to throw together if I'm in a rush. Um, and it's simple. I'll usually pop three to five pasture-raised chicken breasts in my slow cooker on a Monday morning. I leave it on, on low, I go out, do my thing, and bam, as soon as I get home, it's ready, and that chicken will do me for a few days. So that's not meal prepping, but that's just being smart, having a few things playing in my favour. Then if you're on the run a lot, or you know you have a few appointments coming up ahead, you want to make sure that your meals travel well so they're functional and easy to bring with you and don't cause much much of a fuss to eat on the road what i mean by this is if you open a container around people um that you don't want people judging you or that you're alienated from the environment so you want to be aware of strong odors and leaking juices in this case so that meal that you bring on the run it's going to be functional it's going to be easy to bring with you and it won't cause much of a fuss to eat so people won't be judging you it's not going to stink it's not going to leak anywhere this is where bringing um like a sandwich um, obviously a very smart nutritionally dense sandwich or like a yogurt mix that I recommend doesn't stink doesn't leak very easy to bring with you people generally don't judge you yogurt that pretty much makes a lot of people happy um, so that's what I mean there and then your meal should taste somewhat good that you enjoy it and you don't need um, you really don't need to add processed sugars to enjoy foods. You can use hot sauces, you can use spices and herbs and vinegars. Um, these all taste good, but they're very functional with loads of benefits. And then lastly for this functional meal is the amount of food rice. This means if you're out running around all day or you're super busy in work, is the food amount right for your needs? Is it enough to make you feel full? And also, do you have enough time to sit down and eat it and digest it properly and not just shove it in your mouth or inhale it? Vice versa, if you do have time to sit down and eat, will that meal be enough to make you feel satisfied and not go looking for snacks elsewhere after? This very much is where that nutritional density and micronutrients comes into play because you got to be smart here is this enough food to sustain me can I digest it properly but is it also still keeping in mind my fat loss goals so am I still going to be in um a calorie deficit so there's a bit of trial and error here in working with someone because you look at the portions um sizes so your food can be very nutritionally dense but the portions might be too big and then you're going to struggle to meet your goals so you gotta kind of find that happy medium that works for you 
So I know you can't be on top of your game 100% of the time. Life happens. But if you can control your food choices for 80% of the time, and this is how I teach, because I, I believe and I like to think I'm quite realistic and I have kids and I know what life can get like. Um, so I teach very much the 80-20 kind of mindset. Um, I really believe that if you can control your food choices excuse me, 80% of the time, and I've seen it with hundreds of my clients, that you can be successful on a fat loss campaign. Then that other 20% of the time, if you do have some treats, you enjoy them more, your taste buds are way more sensitive to the flavors and the sweetness, so you really do enjoy it, get this whole different mouth sensation and taste sensation, and you feel the reward gratification. So you're losing weight. The scales might be down. Your biomarkers are awesome. You're getting that postponed reward gratification because you stuck to your plan. And now you can enjoy your few treats a little bit better. And you've earned it. You've really earned it. So to sum things up, for fat loss success, you're looking at some sort of calorie deficit but also planning and preparing for the week ahead. Have a plan and stick to it. And with consistency, you will see results. Limit the choices you have and create functional meals that are palatable and you can eat them over and over again. And, um, there will be an element of boredom. It's just life. It's just how it is. We get bored with stuff over and over again. Um, so kind of, you kind of just accept that. But this can be an extremely powerful tool in your toolbox to use on your weight loss journey. Except there's going to be an element of boredom. Just... I got to accept, so you're saying to yourself, I got to accept this. I know what the end goal is. I know that there is going to be a little bit of flexibility in my week where I can enjoy one or two of the things that I really enjoy. And having that control of you, having a control of food and it does not control you can be an amazing feeling with a great sense of accomplishment attached to it. So to finish this podcast off, I just want to quote from Benjamin Franklin, and everyone has heard of this, and I say it nearly every Sunday to my hated guide. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Have some sort of plan in action. Set yourself up for success. Keep things simple. Keep things functional. Don't overcomplicate things and step away from that mindset that your meals need to be fancy or exciting or decadent or this, that and the other. Let's make them functional. They're there to do a job. We can make them taste nice. We can make them palatable, but we want to remember that it doesn't always have to look like Gordon Ramsay made you dinner. Okay, um, I hope you found this podcast really helpful. I'm sorry it was a little bit longer. Please, as always, sharing is caring. If you know anyone that may benefit from this information or could help them start their own health journey, please do share. 
Um, even if we can only help one person, that's still going to be better than helping none. Enjoy the rest of your week. Everyone, please do get out and get some, some sunshine and fresh air where you can. Um, and as always, if you would like me to cover a specific topic, you can email me or PM me through Facebook. Email me at chemainsmodelhealth.com um, and I will put it on my list and get it done as soon as possible. Okay, have a great week, everyone, and chat later. Bye.